Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons. We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content. Stuff like weird sex things, and, um, and butts! We also have a Patreon now, where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So, yeah, check that out uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show! Toontown Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works, a program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics. Oh, oh yeah! Welcome to Toontown Public <laughs> Works. I forgot. Where we trudge through the coal. To find the hidden presence, <laughs> I'm HT, the Santa Raccoon. I'm KC, the Krampus dog. <laughs> I'm Cirque, the magic Christmas boy uh, cat. I I don't have a magic joke Christmas here. Boy cat. What? My favorite. My favorite holiday. <laughs> okay, Cirque the Red Nose K. There we go. Oh, okay. adorable. All right. That's a good one. All right. Uh, So welcome to Toontown Public Works. This is our Christmas of July episode. And the reason why you didn't know that this was going to happen is because we forgot that this was a thing that we did. Uh, (laughs) I forgot. I forgot literally up until the point I heard you doing the laughter. (laughs) So (laughs) I told you in the chat. Okay, you did. And I forgot again. I forgot twice. (laughs) So yeah, um, so yeah, uh, this is the, 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 this is the podcast where we watch stuff that fell into the public domain or otherwise easily accessible. So, uh, but we always start with watching the, the, do the holly jolly news. Yeah. So let's do that. All right. Do we have any Christmas news? No. Oh no. <laughs> I, I mean, unless you count like unless you count the fact that the Grinch still looks fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, yep, that's news. I have news about Every day Christmas. that's the headlines. I turn on CNN and they're like breaking news this just in the Grinch still looks fucking terrible. <laughs> and the dog yeah. is still the gayest dog that exists. I mean, fair. No, well, you're the gayest dog that's ever okay, existed. Okay, so, but, but the uh, the second gayest is... <laughs> there you go. The one in the Grinch. What's the dog's name again? Max. Max, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so you were trying to say something, sir? <laughs> yeah, I was going to make a bad joke. I have Christmas news. Oh, okay. Okay. It's coming. What's the Christmas, What's the Christmas news? It's coming. Get ready. Okay. <laughs> Jingle bells intensifying. <laughs> Just <laughs> muffled jingle bells in the distance. Yeah, that's that's how that's how Christmas music works. Is the day after Oof. the day after Christmas, it goes dead silent and slowly becomes louder throughout the course of the year until you can't drown it out. Cirque is Saint Skrillex, <laughs> and he will not let drop the jingle drop. <laughs> what? I don't know. I went a long distance for that joke. <laughs> it was a bit of a stretch, but 
That's what we're here for. We squash and stretch. Anyway, yeah. two news. Okay, two news. Uh, so okay. First off, uh, quick little update. Uh, Agretzko's getting a second season! See? I just got back from a bathroom break. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really quick bathroom break. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, but but yeah, uh, I love Agretzko so much. I am so hyped uh, that they are they because apparently Netflix can get kind of weird about like anime series because they technically never really make them themselves, uh, even the ones they have exclusive on there because they that's not really their production. They basically have to wait until the people who own the license say, yeah, we're going to make another season of this thing. Uh, but I mean, uh, this was actually was a really quick turnaround. It was really, really quick turnaround, which is good. I'm happy. To be fair, it wasn't good. Yeah, to be fair, it wasn't a big surprise. This is probably like the biggest hit that Sandrio's had like in a while. Oh hell yeah! Like this is like uh, I like I have I I wear a a Gretzko lanyard to work, and like people are like stopping me in the elevator, like oh my god, I love your lanyard. It's just it's great. Like like it's. It's great. It's like this show is popular and I'm happy that it's popular because it's great. Like, it deserves uh, to be popular. Yes. It's really fun. It's really sweet. Uh, it's got really great art direction and I love that they use really unusual like, character species for a lot most part. I love it. It's good. It's great. Um, and there's not really a lot much else to say other than the fact that it's going to be 2019 when it's going to come out. But yeah, that's about it. Um, so, uh, let's see, in terms of other news, uh, I don't really have a lot of news to say necessarily, uh, I didn't necessarily look out for them because I knew I had other things I wanted to talk about, um, mainly Steven, that, what? Steven Universe update and I still need to catch up on it? No, I'm still really behind, I'm still where, uh, that one dude is on that other place if you know what i mean i do i think yeah so i i i i I, that's where i'm at still so like i got some spoilers but i don't necessarily mind because they were it sounds really adorable and good but anyways uh we the thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, so last week we talked about the Three Caballeros uh, animated series existing all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know. Um, well, uh, you know, we also talked about how basically it's only available in the Philippines, despite completely being in English. Uh, like, it's really weird that it's that that's the case. Well, I found a connection who gave me access to watching the first two episodes because it's being released episodically. It's still, like, it's not the whole series all at once in a Netflix sort of way. It's like they're releasing episodes slowly. Also, Um, we should probably mention that it turns out that the Philippines has a lot of uh, Spanish-speaking populace, so... Oh yeah, that no, of course. Like, I'm I'm not... That's that's something, it's just something we failed to mention last episode. Yeah. Because we're dumb and white, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, I, 
I'm just me, dumb. Me and Casey are dumb and white. Two thirds dumb and white. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways. Um, anyways. So, the show is, from what I say, it's basically, it's, it's, it's very cookie cutter. I, I will say that, like, I will say that I understand, like, while it's still kind of weird to me, I also understand why Disney doesn't necessarily, like, make a big marketing thing, like, say, with, like, DuckTales or something, where, like, DuckTales is, like, a huge, big budget re, re like, basically a reimagining of the original series uh, that make it more like the Carl Barks with, like, a more modern twist and all that kind of stuff. Uh, not Carl Barks, Carl Banks, whatever. No, um, you're right, Carl Barks. Oh, was it Barks? Okay, I'm Yeah, sorry. like Carl um, Marks with the B. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Like um, Carl Marks, the dog version. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think you mean the duck version, but... Uh, uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, and uh, I understand why it wasn't necessarily a huge push from Disney. Like, I, I can't imagine them, like, pushing this as, like, a primetime thing, but it's also not a bad show or anything. Uh, it's... The basic promise is just that it's about uh, so Donald has like a really terrible birthday, which I'm happy to report they'd remember is Friday the 13th, uh, which is good. Uh, but yeah, like he has a terrible birthday. He loses his job. Daisy, he like his house burns down. Daisy basically breaks up with him because uh, he forgot like because his because he thought he had the day off. Uh, but since he didn't have to, but then his boss called him up, said that, oh, he has to be there really soon or he's fired. Uh, and then so he completely forgets to pick up Daisy from the bus stop. And yeah, basically his entire life is in ruins right now. And he gets a letter uh, from uh, a benefactor or rather he gets someone like a, like a person comes to his house as a benefactor, a rich benefactor. Uh, uh, Uncle McDougal, I believe. Uh they actually go with a lot of like duck mythology um, in terms of like some of the, like the family lineage stuff. So they actually pay attention to that kind of stuff, which I appreciate. Uh, also, uh, apparently Donald lives in Duckburg, but then he moves to uh, like a different town, basically. Uh, but anyways, uh, what happens is that he gets like inherited to like a like a little shack that ends up also being inherited by uh uh, Jose and Panchito, uh, and then like they've never met before, or anything like that, and all that kind of stuff. And it's basically, it's weird because it's 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 a ancient warrior prophecy show about the three caballeros. <laughs> it's not particularly like any sort of like Latino culture of by a lot of sense. In fact, in a lot of it's Greek culture at least so far. Um, there's some Spanish conquistador kind of like like outfits for like some of like the armor and stuff. But even still, it's like, it's weird. It's <laughs> it, and uh, it's it's like it's basically about how Donald Jose and Panchito are de like the descendants of an ancient warrior like trio called the Three Caballeros that uh, was able to defeat like a great evil, basically. Wait, what? Um, yeah, I, I get that. That's basically what it is about. And uh, that's a. Uh, OK, that's not really <laughs> just like the movie. 
going, but okay. <laughs> and then, like, there's a... Speaking of just, like, movie, um, there is a uh, book that has the spirit of a uh, warrior goddess who is the trainer of the three caballeros. And Donald who, Duck is uh, horny. Is that what well, you're getting at? Actually, actually not yet. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I, so far, they have been remarkably unhorny, which is good. Ex- okay. Well, no, Jose's been horny. Jose's been horny. Oh, but that's, that's shocking. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, was, he was the least horny in the original movie. I mean, like, he's like... He's a charmer. That's what he is. He, oh, okay. I, don't, I, I, I think, I think, like, I think they're going for like a, like, kind of a, uh, like, kind of like a guy who can like manipulate people and doing what he wants. And he's really good. Okay, at that so kind he's of like, thing. so he's like suave. He's very suave. Yeah. He's very good at that. And like, I honestly kind of interpret it as like, he will like flirt with people if he thinks that it will get him somewhere, <laughs> but then he'll quit, give up real quickly if it turns out that it's not going to work out. So I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting. Uh, He's the face. I, 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 the one thing I will say the most surprising thing about the show is that Panchito is adorable and I love him. <laughs> he is just like the helpless doof of the three. And like, he is just, God, I, it's it's he is just dumb and lovable. And I I just I, I kind of want to hug him. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, like Donald's Donald. He's always like he always is. Um, like I said, Jose is more of like kind of like he's less like a, just a like a guy who's like very like. Like he's very capable, but he's also got a lot of bad luck in this <laughs> and he's not necessarily going to be the best at that. Uh, and the fact they even make fun of the fact that uh, Jose didn't really do anything for the first battle. <laughs> he he kind of tried to do something, but he ended up not ended up doing anything important <laughs> um, because he like all he had was the ability to be a charmer. And he basically was all he did is he tried talking to a minotaur uh in his language and tried like like he knows like a ton of different languages including cow but what he said apparently was uh he accidentally said something really really offensive <laughs> and then uh, shenanigans happened and basically that's the only thing he really contributed for that fight i guess but um the fact that they fight seems weird it's i I don't know how I necessarily feel about a lot of this, but I've only seen two episodes. Um, things I liked uh, are that instead of having Huey, Dewey, and Louie, because that would be interfering with DuckTales, uh, there's a new uh, trio of like nieces of Daisy, um, which are uh, April, May, and June. Uh, and they are actually really good and I like them a lot. They're really funny. Um, and I don't know, maybe that's something that's already existed before this, but if it's something they made in a whole cloth for this, applauding them because I really like them. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, uh, the, uh, what is the name of that damn bird? Um, um, sorry. The one that looks uh, like Woody Woodpecker, right? Yeah, the, the Acru, Acru, <sighs> Arakukian bird or something. Uh, he's in this, uh, and he's doing his like song he does from like uh, from like the movie. And basically, he's like 
he's basically the housekeeper of the house that they inherited and he came with the place and he's just like both like he still does like fourth wall breaking kind of stuff and he's also really really good at fixing things but like it's and like doing things uh but it's i don't know it's i'm not necessarily disappointing because i didn't really have the highest hopes and i'm not saying that it's bad i just do think that if you have to come into the understanding that this is going to be something very generic <laughs> and if as long as you have that mindset and you're fine with that and you're fine with just wanting to see more of jose and uh panchito uh i'm fine with that it's 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 not ambitious but it's fun i will say that that's good enough for me um I, i'm still not sure how i feel about that but i mean i i guess i can probably like eventually when it comes out i can look at the pilot you know yeah, and I think the pilot's fun, honestly. Uh, I've seen the first two episodes. That's basically all I'm basing this on. Maybe it gets really good near the end. Maybe it just goes completely off the rails, which it's possible, honestly, considering how weird this premise is, but sure. Um, uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, in something that's a little less, like, a little less, like, kind of, like, backhanded compliment kind of stuff. Uh, I actually want to talk about a short that I recently watched that I really, really liked. Uh, and that is, uh, it's called uh, Tennis the Good Boy. Uh, it is a Nickelodeon short. Uh, oh, I think I heard about this one. I posted it in uh, in our old chat that we have, but uh, it uh, I don't know if anyone ended up watching it. It's really freaking cute uh it's about a cowboy who has a dog named tennis uh and then what happens is that he throws his tennis ball and then uh the dog goes near some radiation and then becomes like an anthropomorphic dog and become and he's basically a good boy but he's trying to prove that he is a good boy and not just a dog you know uh and it's really freaking cute and i loved it uh I will have Alex post a link to it in the, the or not Alex, uh, Casey. Casey's the one who does the descriptions and the doobly do. So, yes. uh, yeah. So he does he, the I'll doodly have, do. I do the doodly do. I want you to watch that short because it's super cute and made me feel really nice. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch sure. it. Sure. Okay. Um, is there anything else? Uh, did you have anything to talk about? I got nothing. Um, nope. I wish I came more prepared. <laughs> I it's okay. haven't thought about I'm any... usually the one that has to... I'm the one that usually has to carry this entire podcast on my back. <laughs> uh, but uh, I didn't really have anything. Um, so, anyways. Back uh, to Christmas. It's the holidays. I'm floating in all the melted snow that we brought in. Time of the year. Let's, <clears throat> which is July. Uh, and, <laughs> no, I hate July so much. <laughs> yeah, it's been. It's, it's, it has it's been hot, and, hot terrible. and humid and bad. There and there are fires everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it sucks. Everything sucks right now. So everywhere I look, cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. 
You think we get another heavy duty? I I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it so weird that the last Christmas in July episode was a year ago? It seems so weird weird to me. Like, it feels like it was like, I don't know. Like, it feels it feels like we did that episode in October, which makes no sense why we would have done it in October. But it yeah. feels like it's been that long. Time ago. dilation. Yeah, yeah. Time dilation. We're in a time loop here. Um, so what we do on this podcast is we uh, have a list. And we check uh, it twice. Called, yes. <laughs> and we find all the naughty cartoons and watch them. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, not all the nice. Some of them are nice. I some I really like. Some of them are really nice, and then secretly have racial stuff in it. Ugh! Damn you, bird song! <laughs> God, I really liked you too. Um, anyways, uh, it's still a good chart. You just gotta watch an edited version. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm realizing so- now that I wanted gingerbread coming into this. I, it just seems serendipitous now. Yeah, wow, like, I, like, Cirque was actually talking about how he wanted to eat gingerbread, and that was before, like, I reminded everyone that it's a Christmas in July episode. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess he's just got the holly jelly senses. Yep, Um, we were feeling very festive, uh, because (laughs) the the spirit of Christmas exists within our hearts, whether we're aware of it or not. I thought that's Jesus. Jesus is the spirit of Christmas, and he's here. Guys, anyway, did you hear my funny burp? Yeah, yes, that, I did. that was also Jesus. Let's okay. go ahead and choose. I ate Jesus. Yes, <laughs> let's choose a cartoon. <laughs> okay, I mean technically so, you do every Sunday, so. Oh I mean, no! I'm not Catholic. Oh God! I never thought <laughs> oh, no. about that. Oh God! Oh, wow! Is, is Jesus into vor? Please cut that. Anyways. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't anyway. mean like that. I meant like, yes, cut that. I didn't mean like just straight up yes. <laughs> so let's go to that mother list. Alex, drum roll. Oh my god, I just saw that there's a Three Stooges cartoon called Thimp or Thwim. I don't know. Anyways, okay. So the first Christmas cartoon we're watching is called uh, Hector's Hectic Life. We watched that one already. Uh, Did we? Yes, that's the one about the dog who has all the puppies... The puppy delivered. Yep, that's heck- <laughs> it's the one that I loved. <laughs> I mean, we can watch it again. It was a good one. Damn it! I'm. I knew it was gonna happen someday because I've been lazy and not deleting shit. <laughs> God damn it! You're good. Anyways, fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. We're gonna reload. Okay. <laughs> reload. Cock the chamber. Whatever. I don't know. I shotguns, but I don't know how guns work. Okay, we are going to watch a cartoon called Christmas Night. Okay. All right. I do not think we have seen that one. 
Nope, that sounds good to me. I hope so too. Get the wassail. Wassail? Wassail. Get the wassail. I'm gonna put an entire jug of eggnog in my body. I think that was baffling. I think this is the gayest cartoon we've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this one like, is an enigma. So, <laughs> I it's about a prince who goes to what appears to be a mall Santa at first in uh. And like he's being carried by a bunch of guys with lanky legs. And doing... uh, they're skating along, carrying this man in his little carriage thing. Yes, and he speaks to a, a very uncomfortable ASMR Santa Claus. Do you go to bed on time? Does that Have like the taste of butter? Spinach? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's that right there. <laughs> yeah, and he uh <laughs> and he promises the prince that he will receive presents for being good. And then the prince goes home. You say you say prince, but I, the short's called the little king. The king. Well, he's a king. All right. So he he is if he's a prince, he is older. He is a king, I guess. He and is, he, he is manage, correct? Yeah, and yeah. when he gets out of his, like, buggy thing, he's carrying three other men inside of his cloak. No, like, two we, other men. We need Sorry, to, two other. There are three in total. We need to provide and, some context, because it, it just sounds like he just picked up two random men, which, yes, of course, yes, true. But also, he met these guys earlier. They were looking in the storefront with him, and they, like, at the mall saying the place, and they were, like, laughing and, like, enjoying the display there. Oh, okay, it's, yeah. So he, he does pick up two additional men and he carries them in inside of his cloak and when they get to his bedroom they promptly undress it, they they like, waste no time <laughs> they waste no time getting naked and uh and like, one, one of them of the has an nra tattoo on his chest <laughs> yeah which to be fair um, was before the nra became like this horrible cult of an organization that is basically trying to end the world as we know it um, but, uh, I think, like, I think the idea was just to portray this person as being like a grizzled stranger. Uh, I, I think, I think they're trying to also maybe imply that he might've been a veteran or something too. Yeah. Maybe, like, I don't know. Like whatever, I, 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 whatever okay. the case, they take a bath together. Like, okay, here's, here's the thing that's really weird about this short. Um, so I understand that the concept, what the concept is. The concept is that uh, the king in a Yuletide, holly jolly, like kind of uh, like spark of inspiration. Um, Like he was looking all like these people being kind to each other and like windows and all that kind of stuff. And he sees two homeless people and he's 
finds humanity in them and really gets to become friends with them. So he decides, well, I'm super rich. I could just bring these guys over to my place, give them a bath, give them some food, and, you know, everything. And then he can celebrate Christmas with me. That's not a bad concept. Honestly, it's not. It's actually kind of sweet. In our um, cynical time, it just looks like he's trying to get some back. Yeah, because it's well, like he's... But they, they, because they all do it together, and he's a king, so he has two bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, um, there's, it's, 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 it's just so weird how intimate these three guys are, and how, like, so if this is a king, um, and I, there's a scene where, like, there's a woman that's laying in a bed, because, and, uh, like, we see it because, like, sh- uh, the king has to grab one of her socks, to make a stocking because the socks that they had before, like the old, the homeless people had, uh, they broke basically, or yeah, they, they broke. And they also like, were like too stiff to actually stay on the wall, I guess. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they, f- I don't know. I don't know if that's like a masturbation joke or whatever. It is, but, it is in the, our conversation. So it is clearly. Um, but like, so I, I assume that's the queen. If he's the king, the king sleeps on the second floor with three, like two strangers, while like in like footy footy pajamas after bathing with them, and then the queen is sleeping downstairs on like the royal couch. <laughs> I, uh, it's weird. I I just I, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not what I was expecting. Yeah. So the the. <laughs> So if if you Google this cartoon, uh, it is the little king is the character. I guess he has multiple cartoons, and uh, and the it's uh, and the title is Christmas Night, and the alternate title is Pals. <laughs> so it's oh about pals. They're just they're just friends, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're just G Wilkers. They are just the palliest of pals. Uh, Casey, can you? Casey had the really great joke that we had because since this is a silent cartoon, uh, you know the reason why it's so gay is because we can't hear them saying "no homo" over and over again. Yeah, no homo, no homo, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> Except it wasn't a silent cartoon. You do hear Santa Claus speak. Yeah, Santa's the only so... one who talks. And it's a really uncomfortable moment too. Like, I, I it's, I don't know. It's. I, I I did a little bit of research on the Little King. Apparently, Little King is another one of the cases of like it's a comic strip that was like huge for like decades that has completely for been like lost to time. Yeah, in and, the New Yorker. Yeah, and yeah, it was in like the New Yorker and all that it, for it over forty five years. So it kept it went on till like nineteen the nineteen seventies when the author died. That's the only reason it stopped. <laughs> and it's uh, God, it's it's weird. It's really weird. I I I, I keep on saying it's really weird over and over again. It's just like I don't know how I'm supposed to describe it because otherwise I'm just like describing the fact that this is a king that's like getting really gay with some homeless people. Like he's trying to get some ass and it, he's literally See, like, sleeping if, if with it, them. If it felt like, if it felt like that was the intended, uh, purpose of this film, then maybe we wouldn't be saying it was weird. I think the reason exactly. it's weird is yeah. because, is because that is what happens in this story. And there, there is no way that is what was intended. It, it, uh, here's here's the thing. This feels like, 
this feels like it'd be a parody of something that they do back then because it's so innocent. Yeah, like it's it's almost the definition of camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 I I don't hate this cartoon. I'm just like I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I, I need to stop saying weird. I've been saying weird like five times here. I, I'm just going to say that it's like, it's, it's, it's a cartoon that clearly is supposed to be very sweet, but it also has a lot of weird connotations nowadays to the point where it's like, it, 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 it takes on a different meaning altogether. <laughs> and it's not a bad meaning. It's just not what it was intended. And that's hilarious. And it's not like, you know, like a, but, and it's not like, it's not like a super hilarious. Not in the same way. It's like when like, the Joker said boner over and over again in like one of those Batman comics <laughs> like that. It's not like that. It's like, it's, it's more just like, Oh, all oh, the sweet childs. They didn't, they, they had no idea. You know, I, I don't yep. know. If, if this was, if this was done with like intent, we, we just find it like, we'd probably actually just be pretty okay with it. It's just, it's just, it, it accompanies a space. Um, the reason why we're talking just about this is because there's almost nothing else to talk about. I mean, yeah, Santa, shame, Santa Claus. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Casey. No, I was just I was just going to mention that there's the scene where they're putting up their stockings, like the the two uh, the two homeless people's stockings are t- so heavy for some reason that it pulls oh, the yeah, nails out of the that. wall. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, why I said the mask. What else happened? Yeah. There was also the uh, scene yeah. where Santa Claus comes down the chimney and he just like busts through like the cooler. Oh yeah, there. he's he's too big for the chimney, so he just breaks it. Like, like it combusts. Yeah. Then <laughs> he like, plants a. Uh, he drills a well, hole in dro- the floor and he plants a Christmas yeah. tree. It's yes. A- yeah, and like I was just thinking, like Santa's like gonna plant some C four because he's. Trying to take down the bourgeoisie. Yeah, which, why'd you go that oh, way? Santa. Yeah, like, it, it, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I, I know I'm saying weird. I need to stop saying it's weird. I, I yeah, yeah. Just, thought just watch it, it I was think. fun. It was yeah. fun. No, I don't, I, I don't, I don't mind this cartoon at all. I just, <laughs> I just ag- agree that like, given, given our perspective, it was kind of a, it was just kind of, uh, and a unique experience watching yeah, this. That, so that's a good way to put it. It was a unique experience. Yep. Um, I don't have a whole lot else to say about this one. I, I think I'm done too. There's an ending where they drive around in toy trucks and planes and stuff, but that's, Oh yeah. And they just wreck, they just wreck the house basically. It's, it's, it's Which, a non ending really. It just, it just ends. Yep. It's about, Christmas and Christmas happens. as you do in this era of cartoon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. All right. So, yeah, let's move on and let's go on to uh, some more Christmas tunes with a list. Alex, drum roll. Okay. Uh, the next one we're watching is called uh, Santa Claus's Story. Okay. Okay. 
I've been curious what that guy's deal is. What's his deal? Santa Claus, what's your deal? But where does this fall on the Rankin Bass Cinematic Universe? I've got oh I've God. got a cork board with red yarn and and threads tied to pins I'm, to find out what Santa's deal is. I'm just I'm just still reeling right now that Cirque re- made me realize that there is a Rankin Bass Cinematic Universe. <laughs> 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 Because, <laughs> like, holy shit, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they didn't even just make... They made some Easter ones, too, right? Like... Yeah, and there's ones that have direct uh, continuations from each other. It's like... They get that same VA for Santa back several times. Oh, my God. What the... Hmm. F- well, the we, gotta right. st- we gotta move. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. Okay. <laughs> We got another not cartoon. Gather <laughs> <laughs> round, children. Come. It's time for the Christmases here. Have We're you going. seen my monkey children? Let's talk about monkeys. <laughs> just talk for just a minute about the bonobos, and they like to eat the pretzels. <laughs> Did you know that you are related and that's to monkeys? What Christmas I mean, is really about. I have to say, though, I am kind of happy to see one short that believes in evolution. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah. So if if we haven't made it clear, this is a short, not not a cartoon. It is a short film in which Santa Claus visits two children and begins laughing very loudly in their house at nothing. Uh, and then, and then, drunkenly explains to children what monkey Christmas is like. And then he takes a long fucking time getting there. Yeah. Like okay, okay. So it's it's not just that though. So like, okay. So he, uh, the kids go to bed. They wake up when they hear Santa's like boisterous laughter, and it's not. It's like like KC was doing it. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) it was like, like (laughs) (laughs) and like, goddamn all white in a fucking Santa costumes visiting them. So they go downstairs to their like their living room set, and they just go. (laughs) They walk in from camera right, and they. (laughs) Like they completely unfazed, almost bored, <laughs> and like they and <laughs> almost like they don't want to be there, and, um, and, and like it's they, they they Santa then like is like they start having a wow it's Santa Claus and like I cannot under I I did not catch a lot of that conversation because I was still in awe of how filthy this Santa Claus looks. He has the dis- most disgusting beard. It looks like he like had chocolate sauce that he was like drinking from like a Hershey's <laughs> bottle right. and it's like he chugged it and it went down his beard and he never washed it. So I it's believe awful. I believe I believe that this man thinks he is Santa. <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> so what, you're, what you're saying, Casey, is that this is this is just this is just a side story from Christmas Evil. I'm, is- <laughs> I'm saying it's just I'm saying it's just a guy. 
and <laughs> and he has entered this house. And, is, and because because when the, he gets the children on his lap, and then he talks about Monkey Christmas, and it starts showing. Well, he doesn't like, even start with Monkey Christmas though. He just starts talking about stock footage of monkeys, and yeah. like the monkeys, like the monkeys. Like first, he talks about how like this one monkey really wants his pretzel. But then he gets he has to swim to go get it, so he goes. Oh yeah, grab yeah, it, no, no, then, like, like it, it's just showing like B-roll footage. He's like, there's this monkey named Charlie, and he <laughs> likes to eat pretzels, and he's a good monkey. But all of the bad monkeys try to steal the pretzels, and it like has like this B-roll footage of a monkey, <gasps> like with like a soggy pretzel, like eating a pretzel out of a lake. And literally, he starts. Uh, at, he starts telling the story like the kids can actually see the beef footage. Like, oh, here, look at this. This monkey's sick because he ate. Oh yeah, much. like none I of them. None a, of the children. No one in the scene is looking at each other. They're all vaguely looking in the distance. Am I right about also, that? I don't. No, well, that's no you're true. right. It, What's when Santa like has him on his lap? Like he just produces this monkey puppet too, and it's just like out of nowhere. And even their dog. It's, Chris, who, it's Christmas it's magic. Dog. It's a cute dog. <laughs> Um, but the, 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 the dog is just confused. Like he, they, they occasionally cut back to the dog staring at the two of them and just, and the only purpose of that footage would be just to illustrate that everyone around this situation is confused. Like it's, it's, I should, I should mention though, I think it's important to mention that yes, this was made by Castle Films. So there you go. Um, And Santa, Santa is, uh, is, attributing a surprising amount of sentience to these monkeys, you know, like saying stuff like, uh, like, well, the monkeys have heard all about Santa Claus and they aren't, uh, Santa Claus can't come down their chimney if they don't have a house, so they have to build a house. Casey, I know you keep wanting to jump to the monkey Christmas, but we have to illustrate that it starts with just a bunch of B-roll of monkeys, we, and then he we, starts we talking about other yeah. monkey holidays. Oh, he yeah, talks yeah. about monkey Halloween. He talks Why? about monkey Halloween. And then before that, and then after that, he then, like, they talks about how he's they're building their house. Like, and uh, he, he so- talks about the monkeys having a cold and going to the doctor, and, like, he, he's, basically, he's basically giving the monkey universe some establishment so that you're ready to ease into Christmas. Like, uh, we will not what? accept monkeys celebrating Christmas unless we show their society bit we by need, bit. We need, to, we need to know the lore. <laughs> this is called world building, everyone. Yes. Um, uh, and, and like, uh, it's just, it's, it's so, and like, they also show monkeys eating a bunch of like stuff that they put bricks together and it's like, and they're like just, eating. They're eating the mortar. <laughs> yeah, they're eating the mortar, and it's just like, well, God, and, and, these monkeys well, like, are the dead. Thing, well, I mean, they are. The dead, funny. I mean, the like, funny thing is, the funny thing is, like you, you see, like Santa Claus, like Santa Claus is saying, like in his narration, stuff like, uh, stuff like, I think that mortar might actually be whipped, whipped cream. cream, or else that monkey wouldn't be taking such a large helping. And the reason that's wild to me is that. No one in the room can see the monkeys. He's just talking about them. 
<laughs> and so the monkey then went underneath the balcony and then opened his mouth to eat the well, except except now, he doesn't de- except he doesn't describe that. Just like imagine know, like sitting, know, I, imagine I, going I, to like just, a mall Santa's lap and the Santa's like, "Oh, look at that monkey. He's eating so much mortar and you you don't see a monkey anywhere." Like it's just like I'm just imagining like Santa completely zoning <laughs> out and just like staring into the middle distance and yeah. he's talking like imagining monkeys eating like, whipped cream mortar and these kids are just horrible just they like, just, just don't like know what to do complete non sequitur and <laughs> so and so they finally discuss mo- monkey christmas is a very brief section of the monkey part yeah it's super, um, super brief it like it, they basically just say that they have christmas and at that point they've moved on <laughs> Well, they have Christmas, so and then a monkey wearing a terrifying Santa mask. Oh yeah, comes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh god! But then, yeah, it's that's the end of that. And then, like, <laughs> and then Santa's is the most baffling thing of this entire short, <laughs> which is which is saying something. But it's like, so he says to the kids, "So, children, do you know the difference between them and us?" The monkeys no, and yeah, us. Yeah, he's, he's like, monkeys are just like you. The difference. <laughs> there was only is, one yeah. difference. They know they're monkeys. You don't. And then the X-Files theme fades in. The Twilight Zone. It pans over It pans over to, uh, what's the Twilight Rod Zone guy's Sterling. name? Rod Sterling. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Submitted for your approval on this. <laughs> Children, they celebrate Christmas, but the little they know they're monkeys. They have a. They are monkeys. <laughs> yes, and it's like. Sorry, we didn't mean. I didn't mean to interrupt you, sir. What were you going to say? No, nah, I, I almost don't want to say it because it'll kill a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. It's. 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 It's so. I, okay, I'm not going to say weird. <laughs> but okay. I mean, the, it's not... It's just basically what it is. is just Castle Films, because the the people that they are, they had stock footage of monkeys. They had a Santa short they need to make. They sponged them together however they saw fit. <laughs> and it, it's... It's so... Weird. I do, I'm sorry. I'm it, just, it's fine. It, like it ends with like it end it it ends with like like we're that's only like the first three fourths I think of this short because like the remainder yeah. is Santa talking about how he is real. Like he's he's in the room and he's with them, but he still feels the need to prove his existence to them he by goes saying into a that huge ass diatribe. Yeah. Yeah, which which Cirque pointed out. uh seemed very reminiscent of like uh of like Jesus is real he lives in your heart you know and he'll he's he's been alive for eons and will continue to be alive for tens of thousands of years like it's sort of the the same thing yeah but then he's like mm-hmm. talking about fairies like, yeah oh yeah he's like he says he says at some point you might as well not believe in fairies which is crazy because <laughs> I have I have believed in Santa in my lifetime, and I never once have believed in fairies. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. It's just like what happened. I, I I don't I don't I don't know what happened. 
I'm sorry. What Santa? Why did you give me this? Please. This is their punishment. Like they were terrible fucking children. They went on the internet and said slurs to strangers. And now they have a weird, creepy Santa talking about creepy ass monkeys and just would not stop like keeping them up all goddamn night. This is their punishment. This is them. <laughs> and then like he, in the end of the short, he should just shove it in his sack and take them to the North Pole and feed him the goddamn reindeer. I, I just, I'm, I'm losing well, my but that's, mind. That's here. not what happens. The children go to bed. And Santa laughs. <laughs> he laughs more. That's it. Well, no, that's that, that's he it's implied that he's killed on them. the uh, children. Oh, okay. <laughs> Santa's one. Yep. Yeah, he's one. God. <laughs> oh my god. Monkey Christmas will live forever in our goddamn hearts. Uh, uh, can, we call this mon- can we call this one Monkey Christmas in July? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> we probably could. <laughs> well, uh, let's let's God. let you know what let's hold out maybe the third cartoon will be even more batshit <laughs> insane than this one was <laughs> let's hope honestly all uh, right like i <laughs> uh okay let's go to the list all right so the next uh the next short we're going to watch is Santa in Animal Land. Oh, that's where we live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, Santa that was goes Pittsburgh last we, week. We commute to Toontown. <laughs> yeah. we, we live we in Animal suburbs. Land. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you know, so, once again, not a cartoon, this was a puppet show, and do you know what we've watched on this show that it reminded me of the most? What? Howdy doody? Uh, nope. Zootopia Toys in Jail, Spongebob Squarepants <laughs> Bikini Bottom Jail, plus Judy and Nick from Zootopia movie. I actually watched that again very recently to, like, show off to a bunch of friends who we were watching weird parts of YouTube. Uh, and like, <laughs> Lord almighty, it really does. God, you're right. It really does feel like that. Like it's all it's missing is like the part where like they, they shove in every, uh, pl- like, like play function that the toy set has. Okay. Here's the thing you got. The, I agree with you both, but to really capture the feeling of this cartoon, you got to take away the Nick and Judy and SpongeBob and like Patrick action figures you get really, really busted up Chinese knockoffs of them all. That's what you're working with. <laughs> like, so what's what's the name of the puppet from Goosebumps again? Uh, Slappy. Uh, Slappy. Slappy. The cat in this the the cat puppet reminded me of Slappy. <laughs> oh God! I can see that. It looks like looks like if it looks like the fursona of a mixture of Slappy and uh that red the 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 red, the red, like the, isn't his name like red on the Pee Wee's Playhouse puppet? Like the, the one that's like kind of a. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. Like he looks like a combination. <laughs> the guy's like a nuisance. Yeah, that, the, the, Randy, that's right. Randy. All right. Randy and, 
Randy and uh, the Slappy had mix, mis, mushed up together and then got became like a cat. That's basically what this looks like. <laughs> it's it's. Yep. The- and. Uh, and th- that's not even the most upsetting puppet in this cartoon. <laughs> oh, no. We'll get there. There's like the borderline so, uh, racist frog, which I think only looks like that it does just because like the lighting they did was terrible and the frog's probably like a dark green color or something. And it just I don't doesn't... think that was the one that uh, Casey was talking about, though. That was the one that was f***ing me up the entire time. Um, I think I think you'll remember which one is the most frightening. Oh, when we eventually talk yes. About it. The one where I yep. screamed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. um, like. Okay, so the plot is that all the all four animals of the world, um, they are sad because they're they're doing Christmas, and uh, they but then like there's no Santa for animals, like and like they try to like they're even like the dog is like a cynical asshole about it, like is like like just oh there is no like. There is no Santa Claus for animals. And it's just like, uh, also, by the way, he kind of talked like a mixture of John Wayne and Chuck Tingle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, anyways, uh, so. okay, Uh, so the cat and the bird, they go, well, you know what? We're going to find Santa and we're going to go and. Uh, we're gonna go find Santa, and then we'll get the presents, and then we'll go good stuff. So they do that. They go outside, and then like there's like a bunch of bullshit that happens. I don't fucking there's. I think soot fell on the frogs' face when he was looking up the chimney at one point. Yeah, what they were trying to do is they were trying to figure out if Santa could fit in the chimney, and they were wondering like it sounded like they were wondering about lightening the chimney so Santa could come down it. I just, I'm like, I'm just Something like, like that. Uh, like the thing is, is that for me, I'm just like, I'm baffled because I could barely understand what half of these puppets were saying. Like, there is like a seventy percent chance that this footage was using a fucking creepy pasta. Yeah, like like the, video. It's it looks like a found footage creepy pasta thing, and like, like, like it, someone heard of Candle Cove, and I'm like, I'll do that, but with Christmas. And, uh, <laughs> and just, it's, it's like, okay. So, yeah, so the bird and the cat go out looking for Santa Claus and they find him. And that's the worst thing that could have possibly <laughs> happened. Because <laughs> Santa is a, once again, a horrifying monster. Um, he creepily like pokes his head out from behind a bunch of rocks. And it's just, <laughs> we had- it's the most, this is the most, this is in the top five most disturbing looking Santas I've seen in my life. Like it's, it's like we did not catch any pleasant Santa Clauses all day. Like it's, it's <laughs> every one of them <laughs> we has been horrible. Every Santa we've come across was a trash fire. There was, there was creepy ASMR Santa, drunk Santa and, like, this Santa, drunk this... Santa with like vomit in his beard, and then this puppet Santa <laughs> who looks like he wants to make a deal to steal my soul. Like <laughs> this is what happens when you celebrate Christmas too early. You get all these fucking creepy ass Santas. 
Like he's not fully divorced. He needs this more time in his chrysalis to be holly jolly. We're taking him out too yes. early. <laughs> Santa is still forming. Uh, yeah. Like, oh God. It's, it's. I'm just. I'm. I'm so completely out of it. It's like. Okay, so they meet Santa, and, and Santa's like, you know what? You're right. You do need a Santa Claus. Uh, guess what, Kitty Cat? You're Santa now. I'm franchising. Here's yeah. the suit. Here's the presents. Go do the thing. You get to do all the work while I reap all the benefits. <laughs> it's 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 just. The, the the it's just wild because the fun part of Santa is that you're not him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Much like a sick person who uh, was also a bigot, you're very happy you're not him. Um, that's the, the whole point. Um, but like, <laughs> that's what makes you happy is just that you're not him. Um, but um, <laughs> okay, the season of getting. <laughs> Uh, and so, and so, uh, I'm just like, okay, let's see I'm, kitty. So the bird comes back to the house and they're like, where's kitty cat? And it's, is once again, it's very difficult to understand what they're saying. Like, I, uh, like, I think the bird's just trying to quell, quell, there's just like kind of like quell. shut the quell them up. Just shut up, shut up, shut up. And that's basically what they're trying to do. Uh, and like, and then the, the clock becomes really fast and then, oh, it's midnight. And down comes the chitney, uh, the kitty cat puppet. And he breaks both his legs and his spine. <laughs> and the, all the hospitals that were nearby have been closed for the holidays. He dies of exposure while on the front porch of the actual hospital. It was actually a really tragic, dark ending, and I actually support it. It's it was very, very moving, and that's why I'm giving this. That was five almost stars. less. That was almost less terrifying than the real one. <laughs> uh, like only because Santa shows up. But, like the, but you, you know, like the the cat. So the the cat has brought presents and, uh. The other animal, one of the other animals is like, I got you a present and it's a mouse inside of a box. And the cat's like, I have some cheese and puts the cheese in the mouse box. <laughs> and the mouse is just like, pleading. Then, like, it's a sentient mouse. It's like, like, it's yeah. like, like please, no. and it's just like, oh, my God, Santa, you just gave a living sentient being to another person. <laughs> You gave him I think, a I think food. The, he, like, he, well, no, it's it, it's worse because I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure the mouse was a gift for Santa, and <laughs> Santa's a cat. I know exactly, and it's just like he, so, Santa gifted Cat Santa a living sentient creature, and there is so much going on there. And then <laughs> then Cat Santa gifted the mouse cheese. No yeah, wonder like, they don't have like that was a Santa Claus. They're doing. Oh, go on. They're doing fucking blood sacrifice to Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, um, jingle hell. Jingle hell. Jingle <laughs> hell. Blazing all and, the way. Uh, um, so Santa. So Santa comes into their house. Like the weirdest part is Santa comes in like totally unprompted, <laughs> and then basically, and then basically says goodbye. Like that's all that he does. Like he, he gives a he present, gives, he gives so a present to Santa Cat, and that was it. 
That was he gives right. Santa right. Cat his blessing, and then he just takes off. Like, yep. like so, literally, like, like I made a joke about how this is like the only four animals in the world, but it's like these are the only four gifts he gives out. Like, these are the only like this is what kind of mythology are we dealing with here? Like, like what's like the previous had, the previous film had too much world building. This one had none. Like, I I can't understand what's going on here, and I'm just I don't know. I'm. It's 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 a weird mishmash of like like terrifying puppets and horrifying implications, um, which uh, is probably what I'm going to call my one man show, I guess. <laughs> uh, but they sing a song at the end and then they hold up a bunch of signs while turning around that says Merry Christmas all. And why you said that you expected one of them to have a skull for her face? Yeah, yeah, it, 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 like, I was half expecting that after the little song they did, like, all the puppets, like, slowly turned away and just faced the back, and I thought that when, like, the cat puppet was gonna turn around, it would, like, it would not have been out of place if it turned around and his face was just melted and there was, like, a skull instead. Like, that was all that was left. Like, that would have not been out of place, and that's, it's just, God almighty, what is even this... Sure, I'm. Though I will say one thing, I managed to not call it weird too much. So there you go. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> so I don't want to do the prompt this week. <laughs> <laughs> we goofed. We made a mistake. Uh, and uh, well, I made a mistake in not like reminding people and therefore not a lot of responses. And I'll be perfectly honest. I don't, I kind of want to stay in theme anyways. So yeah. Yeah. Um, And the theme for this episode is a little bit unique because we watched one thirds cartoons today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, and as such, we're going to go ahead and just for the three of us, although I suppose if you want to write in for next week and say yours as well, I won't stop you. Hell yeah, uh, I'd love to hear that too. Yeah, uh, this week the prompt for just us three is what is your favorite live action Christmas movie? Also, 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 uh, this doesn't mean we're not going to do the prompts that we did last time. We're just doing a next episode. Okay, okay. Yep. Yep. And let, let's remind our audience what is that prompt one more time. What was what is a what is a cartoon that you really like that nobody seems to really talk about anymore? Excellent. Uh, yep. So go ahead and write in your responses to that prompt. Uh, either either tweet at uh, at Toontown Public using the hashtag. Uh, what is the is it Toontown prompt? Toontown. What is it? Yep. Toontown prompt. Or write into ToontownPublicWorks at gmail.com, which is what we typically prefer, but, uh, but, you know. It, it you just, know. it just helps us to, like, it ups your chances of us finding your prompt in time for the, uh, recording. Uh, Jeez, Alex has got to edit out a lot of burps. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Or just leave them in. Did you, did Bye. you swallow some soap before we started this? No, I'm just drinking a shit ton of LaCroix because I'm thirsty. Um, 
You but, know, water is good for when you're thirsty. I guess LaCroix <laughs> yeah, technically is water. But, uh, you know. Uh, you got to get that pomplemousse for the Christmas yeah. spirit. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I've got two answers to this prompt uh, or to this question, this Christmas themed question. And I want I, I want to see if either of you answer with that one so i can choose the other okay instead if you unless you guys don't know because we haven't given ourselves we literally got this prompt for ourselves like a minute ago so i'm not sure we all have prepared our answers yet uh do you guys know the answer to i've got an answer but i don't know how i feel about it hmm okay uh do we want to just shoot this for a second before we figure out like I mean, okay, so, I mean, the truth is, uh, at this point in my life, Christmas kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> yes, and like, and frankly, I hate Christmas movies in general. <laughs> oh so, God, yes. But the, but it's, don't you don't you have something deep in your heart that speaks back to the time when Christmas was good, and it speaks back to times of. Family cheer and togetherness and all those magical, I mean, wonderful, frou-frou bullshit at, things. At the risk of sounding really depressing, whenever I go back to a lot of those, like, it just doesn't work anymore. Like, I can't even scrounge up that feeling. It sucks. Like, at least when it comes to live action stuff, there's some cartoon ones that I still think can get the note for me. I would have a much easier time saying what my favorite animated Christmas movie was, which is Arthur Claus. But uh, it there's a lot of like, it's just hard to think. Cause like all I can think of right now are like the ironic answers, stuff like, like saying gremlins or die hard or something like you that. You know what? Gremlins or is a good choice. Actually. Gremlins is a fine you know, choice. You know what? I, that's what I was thinking. And that was my gut response. And I think I'm going to go with gremlins, but still, I'm just, I want to make a quick point. Like the only thing I could think of are like those and like, shit, like the Santa Claus trilogy. <laughs> like I can't, yeah, I can't, those I'm, are I'm, bad. <laughs> HG, yeah. like, HG and the, uh, does it count if I make a suggestion for HG? Cause I, I have a feeling that I know an answer that if I say it, he'd immediately say yes. Okay, go ahead. Muppet Christmas Carol. I what? like I like a Muppet Christmas oh, Carol. That's a good choice. Told ya. Um, damn. Um. Yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol. That's a really good choice. Uh, it probably is my favorite telling of that story, by and large. Um. Hmm. There was also there was this one's animated, but I I also liked the Disney animated Christmas Carol movie when I was younger. That's what I, you see, that's what I used to watch was like the Disney sing-along song VHS tapes. Uh, oh. And the, and that was on those. Uh, I, uh, you know, everyone talks about Elf, but I've never seen Elf. It always looked dumb to me, but then it got like, a, like it's got like a cult following and I'm, mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. It's not my answer, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, I I've mean, seen like the, well, the only other thing I can think of, okay, okay, I'm gonna do three quick bullet points here. Uh, more ironic answer: Gremlins. 
Uh, probably more sincere answer, like a genuine sincerity kind of answer. Um, up at Christmas Carol. But I'm gonna stake my ground here, right here, right now, that my hot take is that the Ron Howard Grinch is still Christmas fing rules. Honestly, <laughs> no, no, that's not even a hot take. That I agree with that. Wait, wait. It's that 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 was fucking Ron Howard. <laughs> yup. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's why. That's why they did. A, that's why the Grinch when he was like, there was a joke in the movie where like the Grinch was auditioning Max for being a reindeer. He wore like a red ball cap as the director. That was entirely a reference to. In fact, Jim Carrey just went up to Ron Howard, stole his ball cap, and just did the scene with that. It's 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 literally. Like it, it, it's it because that was like Ron Howard's trademark as a director. I think it still might be that, but like, yeah, it's that blows it's, my damn mind. I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> yep. Um, wow. So like, like here's the thing. Um, I completely understand if someone hates this movie. <laughs> I do, because there's a lot of things that are just flabby and weird and kind of crass and just kind of a bit too on the nose, but it's so, it's so weirdly subversive in a lot of ways. And is one of the few times where like, I feel like the, like, like, okay. So the story of the Grinch, um, basic rundown, uh, who's down in Whoville. They love Christmas. They celebrate it like joyously and like they're very loud about it and stuff like that, but they love it. The Grinch up the hill for some reason just freaking hates Christmas. Uh, you don't really need to know why he hates Christmas. It doesn't really matter. It just it bothers the shit out of him and he doesn't like hearing all their joy about it. So he figures that, hey, I can steal Christmas and then I can take it away and then they won't be happy. And then uh, then I won't have to deal with Christmas. So he goes down pretending to be Santa steals everything from Whoville that's Christmas related, including the presents and takes it up to the top of his mountain. And despite all that, uh, the Grinch listens down, expecting to hear sobs and cries. Uh, he hears people singing and I basically, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're celebrating Christmas cause they know it's more than just something that they get from someone, you know, and that really, makes the Grinch realize the importance of Christmas. And then he, his art grows three sizes and he brings everyone back their gifts. The end. Um, that's an okay plot. And that's actually a pretty good parable, I would say. But I feel like there needs to be more genuine scathingness of how Christmas is actually celebrated. And my God, the the satire of how the Who's celebrate Christmas in the most crass, commercialist, uh, very selfish and cruel ways uh, and doing blind tradition instead of like actually like celebrating what the season's supposed to be about is family togetherness and, you know, finding like trying to find peace among everyone. Uh, like it's it's literally everything I hate about Christmas and as an adult, seeing the Grinch shit all over that is so nice. He literally, <laughs> he literally lives on a mountain with their excess and waste. He, it's, 
It's it's honestly, I feel like it needs to be in in the fact that we're getting a Bandit Cumberbatch Illuminations like a uh, Grinch movie. It, it should be reconsidered. I think. I really I, do think so. I, I I feel like that once the 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 Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch comes out, unless it somehow by some miracle is like a really good movie. Which, honestly, I, I I hope so. I hope so. I hope it. I, I hope it surprises me. I, I I don't want it to be bad. I really don't. I genuinely don't. I very rarely want a movie to be bad. Um, I just I don't have any high expectations considering Illuminations track record. To the point where, like, the only, like, the best they can tend to do with an animated movie is make a movie that's okay. Like, so that's their baseline. This this Grinch movie, the, the Ron Howard one that we're talking about, I've actually thought about this movie a lot. I think it will surprise you <laughs> to discover. Um, so, so here's, here is... Uh, here is a, a sort of summary of my thoughts on this film. Uh, so in, in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Ron Howard film, uh, apparently, uh, Whoville is on a snowflake. <laughs> um, and snowflakes take, you know, roughly 24-ish hours to fall and, and reach the ground and eventually melt. Uh, so, uh, so the Who's experience time differently. Um, and, uh, and that's my, that's my first thought. The second thought is that a, a snowflake would have no conceivable contact, uh, with human society, uh, right? Because yeah. it's, it's falling and, and everyone's so small and they just sort of melt and die like we will. Uh, and, uh, and, and they still celebrate Christmas in the same way that human society does, which implies that on Whoville, uh, not only did Christianity unfold in similar fashion to how it did in human society, but also paganism did. <laughs> right? Isn't that wild? Well, like, I mean, so this, I feel like the implication is that Jesus Christ visited the snowflake. I, I think this is a problem that a lot of cartoons up till recently, until like very recently, has been dealing with. Like, uh, so, so there's a really fun little short, uh, like special for the trolls called uh, the Trolls Holiday, um, and it's fun. It's uh, got all they got the original. It's like based on like the movie Trolls. Um, the one with like Justin Timberlake and all that. Um, it's uh, I, I, I it's a fun little short and it's really it's all about like, you know, finding holidays to celebrate with each other and like finding traditions that will basically because the Bergens, the main bad guys of the Bergens, they, and now they're not bad because the uh, spoilers at the end, they stop being bad. Um, they uh, they know since they spent all their time being miserable, they never actually had holidays except for the one that ended up killing trolls uh so uh basically what they're trying to do is the trolls are going to try to give the bergens a bunch of holidays for them uh so then they could like you know celebrate and then have like a bunch of a lot more happy all times all over the year and then uh it doesn't really work out so well because turns out cultural pluralism sucks um and uh it's like they they just never really click with any of the troll holidays. They don't want it. And they feel like them being forced into them is like 
like very wrong and just doesn't really fit. So what they do is they come up with a brand new holiday to come together and involves like the tree that the trolls lived in back when they were living in the Bergen area, um, decorating it. But it's like it's like a togetherness and celebrating the unity of trolls and Bergens. Uh, It's actually a really sweet little short uh, and it covers pretty much everything that's really important about like this holiday season and a lesson that's really good about that um, without even mentioning Christmas. Like there's no mention of any real human holiday, really. Um, So basically what you're saying is they fall ass backwards into Christmas just by building up these traditions. I mean, it's but it's not Christmas like it's it's a Christmas ish kind of thing i i don't um, know I, I feel like there's something like there's something there you know i mean that's that's all i'm trying to say is like uh that is a problem that's truly existed for a long ass time like it's how we get jokes like how the f- does fred flintstone know what christmas is like <laughs> why is why is like it why is there a santa claus in the caveman era why are there why is there jesus christ in that era like it's it's if there's all these like kind of like weird places where they try to force Christmas into it, where it really makes no goddamn sense. I think it just works for the Grinch just because everything Dr. Seuss did was a heightened reality anyways. Oh yeah, no, no. Like I, what I was saying, all that nonsense that I'm not even sure if you guys heard because of audio problems. No, I heard. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Like all that, all that nonsense wasn't, wasn't legitimate criticism. That's just like, right. That's just like me thinking about the strange implications no, of a I, universe in which Christianity unfolded on a snowflake. I, I mean, I feel, oh, like, no, I feel sure. like the, I feel like if if there's film critics out there that can say that like Watchmen is what happens when Jurassic Park goes too far, I feel like you can say that the Grinch is what happens when Jesus like visits a snowflake. I don't feel like yep. we should just like <laughs> I mean disregard that so fast, you know? I mean. I mean, Zootopia has a polar bear that does the stigmata, so that means that there's a Zootopia Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Now, is he a lion or is he a lamb? That's Jesus. the question. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, it's... I, I, this is, I, I think we're not really having much of a prompt here. I think we're just talking about the philosophy of doing Christmas films. Nah, so far, nah, what, we're, is, we're, what, is, what is your answer, Cirque? Yeah, HG, I disagree with that, honestly. I, I figure we were just taking a deep dive on uh, on your answer there. Okay. Because I, I have just, answers ready. Okay, well, all right. I feel, I like, I like the way that HG set it up, where he was like a ironic less ironic and then the hot well ironic sincere hot take so i guess on that front i'm gonna say for my ironic choice which like ironic like ironic in the sense that it's not very christmasy even though it's christmasy it's it's a krampus if you guys are familiar with that yeah because well you made me watch it (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that. Uh, yeah, it's it's very seasonal. It's very fun. It like th- there's a lot of dumbass B movie horror directors who look at Kr- Krampus as like a excuse to have like oh it's Demon Santa and I feel like uh I forget his name Michael Dory I believe he uh he I, I'm just, not sure. 
the same guy who did Trick or Treat, basically. Yes, he uh, he goes in a very more like more kind of traditional like direction where he like sort of goes back to the more like uh uh old world like renditions of like Santa as a force of like punishment and you know what I mean. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it ends up being a really neat and fun film with a lot of twists, and it's also kid friendly while also being terrifying. And I, okay, um, kid friendly. <laughs> well, that nobody, I, nobody gets turned into like a pile of gore or anything. No, but there are pretty horrifying deaths. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but but it's, it's 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 all off screen, man. Like mostly off screen. Yes, I, I guess I don't know. It's it's it's. I would never recommend that for children. Uh, maybe a teen or maybe like a preteen that I think is mature enough. If but your kid, like, if your kid is badass enough to handle it, show him Krampus. If you got one hell of a cool baby, you can show him Krampus. <laughs> Krampus but although honestly. Uh, if I, I'm, I'm sure all the teens these days are talking about Jack Frost from 1997. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's also a bunch of really fun monster designs in it and stuff. It, I, I love it. I love it. And for my more sincere answer, uh, honestly, HG, I know you said that you never got it, but there is just this one, like, uh, like November-ish, December-ish road trip that we took up to like family to visit family and we only really had one movie to watch during that whole trip and it was Elf and it just the movies the movie's very sweet and good-hearted and when I watch it it comes it brings back to mind like really like all those times when me and some relatives and my family were together and it was really nice and warm and cozy and we, we just had a great time together. And really, that movie is about family, too, and I feel like it fits, you know? I mean, the only thing I know about that movie, really, is that it's got fierce anti-raccoon propaganda and I hate <laughs> it. But... It also has but, I mean, a, yeah, that's fair. It also has a very, very early... Uh, very early appearance by the dude from Game of Thrones. Like, uh... Oh! Yeah. Uh, the... What's his name? He also uh, showed up in Infinity War. Right. Yeah, him. Peter Dinklage. Yes, him. Yes. Yes, there we go. When you put out... I don't know why I was spacing on his name when you mentioned uh, Game of Thrones, when I... But then remember what it was for when it was the fin- Infinity War. I have no idea why that happened. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, I get that. I do. Um, I like Elf. I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying I don't like it. I've literally never seen yeah, it. I, I can't it. say I haven't liked it. I, I, I'm just. I don't, I don't think I, based on what you've told us in this episode, I don't think it would be for you. But I liked it. Okay. Fair enough. And then I guess for my hot take, I know I actually mentioned it earlier but i'm gonna i'm gonna reiterate there's this movie that i saw i think last year that sort of like it actually just wormed it my it's way into my heart but when i watched it and like i know some of you listeners if you've seen it you may disagree with me but like christmas the eve, santa claus three 
No. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. But the one with Martin Short is as Jack Frost. Martin Short doesn't deserve <laughs> that, man. But yeah, there's this movie, like this old horror movie out there called Christmas Evil. I'm not sure if either of you have seen it before. Nope. Isn't that the one with Nazi elves? It is no, that's elves. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. No. I'm It's like that's like Alien Aliens, Elf and Elves. <laughs> <laughs> but in much like in much like Aliens and Aliens, it really changed genre. <laughs> yes. um, Oddly enough, Elves also a James Cameron movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna try and leave this as spoiler free as possible because honestly, I if like if you're able to stomach slasher movies and stuff, I'd recommend it. Basically, I'm gonna like. Let me start at the beginning. So this, there's this guy who basically grows up believing after he sees, like, uh, literally his mommy kissing Santa Claus that he is actually Santa Claus's son. He is the offspring of Santa Claus. And he sort of, like, embodies and lives that and slowly starts to become that throughout the movie. And it's kind of like a movie about one man's attempt to really try and, like, be Santa Claus and be him in the real world. And, like, of course, he's a man and he fails, like, trying to, like, get the different versions of Santa Claus together and he ends up doing more harm than good. But the movie, in a way, it, it sort of doesn't fault him too much for that because it's, it's an impossible goal to reach for. And then, like, like the ending, it, it sort of just brings it together. It's, it's, I, I'd recommend watching it. It's, it's a re- there's a reason that John Waters says it's his favorite Christmas movie. Is one it's, thing. It's sort of like Silent Night, Deadly Night, but like instead of like instead of like a story where like the killer Santa Claus is that way because he's like told by as a very young age that Santa Claus by like a senile grandparent that Santa Claus is this evil Punisher dude who will kill naughty kids just to rise and then have like a traumatic childhood that just basically makes him like it basically leads like a long traumatic psychological journey downward spiral where he eventually just loses it (laughs) you know to actually like uh instead of like resenting Santa and being terrified of Santa it's like I am Santa. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, no. Basically. Anyways, H, uh, Casey, did you um, have your uh, right. ideas in mind? Yep, I'm going to do them in reverse order. Okay, uh, that's fine. So, my hot take was originally going to be one of the myriad of Hallmark films. <laughs> because they, they're they terrible. Uh, I just like them because my mom watches them. Which, uh, which ones so. were these? I don't know. This is the the Hallmark Channel ones that oh. are awful. Oh uh, god, they're so bad. Yeah. They're they're really really bad guys. They're like, just I, terrible. I, but like, <laughs> there's one of my favorite reviewers every uh, holiday season. Uh, like his name is uh, William Bilbiani. Uh, he watches uh, ho- every new release of a Hallmark uh, movie, like Christmas movie, mm-hmm. every year. And there's like at least seven. <laughs> 
it's kind of ridiculous how in a, in a way in there's seven year. in a way there's seven and in a way there's just one yeah my, i mean uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, okay. that's not my that's not my answer casey my uh my mom's like that too uh did yeah. you ever get around to watching a christmas prince on netflix I mean, I might watch something like one of those corny things from like ABC Family or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I used to watch those uh, every year. But I, my actual hot take is Home Alone, which is only a hot take because it has a pretty low score on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god! Wait, I Home Alone has I a low for- score on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought that a lot of people like that movie. Yeah, I think that the general consensus from everyone is that Home Alone is a is a great film, but for some reason, Rotten Tomatoes has like a I want to say like it's, a sixty or something. Like weird. it, it's gonna be one of it's one of those movies that like, uh, critics basically did not really get, and the, then but that like that's that's like, surprising to me though because I I'm the type of person who more often than not tends to agree with critics. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm I'm so, agree. I I'm the same way. And like, no, Home Alone fucking rules. I almost forgot about that, and I probably. Should have put that somewhere on my list because Home Alone is a genuinely good horror. I'm not, wow, I was horror, horror movie. <laughs> being Home Alone, I mean, being Home Alone is ho- so scary. Actually, you're thinking of Better Watch Out. It's horrifying for the Wet Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrifying for the Wet Bandits. It's yeah, uh, like I they mean, one of them gets a freaking nail through the foot. That's yep. that's a tetanus <laughs> shot right there. Um, yeah, so I guess like, it's not it's not really a hot take unless you're a, unless you're a film critic who hated that movie but i love home alone christmas is supposed to be wholesome and nice <laughs> that movie is wholesome and nice you know no, it like, is but then it also very... has a guy who steps on a nail yeah so. that's true <laughs> it has the slapstick comedy um yeah so my my sincere answer is it's a wonderful life and i think that uh i think that people uh I think that what people seem to forget about that movie when they talk about it, because like we think of it as being a Christmas movie, but that movie only like the last third of it is Christmas related at all. Uh, like the, the first two thirds of it's a wonderful life is, is basically just about, uh, it's about Jimmy Stewart's character who, uh, who is, is shown, uh, uh, committing to a, a lifetime of, uh, of, of helping people in need essentially. And, uh, and then, uh, it, it sort of culminates in, uh, in a sort of twilight zone ish, uh, type ending. In fact, there was an episode of the twilight zone that ripped it off deliberately. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and it, it, it sort of ends with just like a very, uh, well, I don't know. It's, it's sort of, it's one of those endings that sort of maybe, Restores your faith in humanity just a little tiny bit, uh, even though it's about fake characters in a movie. I remember having a very distinct memory of watching uh, the uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life for the first time. It's one of those things where like as it like you hear about a lot growing up, like you see all the parodies on like various different TV shows and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like. The ironic ones where oh, the person wishes they're never alive. Oh, and then you go over to, oh, real looks like that everyone was better off if he wasn't alive. Those kind of things, you know. Um, and like you, because of that, you kind of just sort of like assume, you know, what the movie is like. You kind of assume how it feels. And it's one of those things where it's like you're 
if you you feel like that if you end up watching it, it's just going to be dull. Like honestly, like uh, I uh, I here's a honest confession. I really, I I I I don't really like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, that's a real hot take right there, buddy. I mean, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just feel like culture has ruined it to me because I've seen the entire movie parodied and like just straight up. Uh, and like, it's, it's just straight up. And it's like front to back. I feel like I, I when I watched the film for the first time, I was bored. I, I didn't, I wasn't really connecting. To That's because you experienced on. those things in the wrong order, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I saw. I, know. I saw Raiders but, of the no, Lost Ark long no, no, no. before I came. No, 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 mm. no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Uh, Somebody needs to scream it. I, no, she, she, okay. My my point is that I had that experience before, but when I watched It's a Wonderful Life for the first time after like nearly two decades of watching parodies and homages and all sorts of different thing and knowing basically the plot inside and out. I loved it. I was, it's so utterly charming and is sweet and heartwarming in so many real ways. It's, it's just a good movie. There's a reason why it's considered a classic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just a fantastic film. And like, I don't know. I'm, I'm my that was just my whole point. Really, is just that I yeah. think yeah, it's a wonderful life is a genuinely great Christmas movie and general great movie. Period. Um, it's 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 a movie that despite all that, like it works. Yeah, I get choked up at the end of that movie every time I watch it. Man, we're all um, gonna have uh, homework for everyone because I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, definitely, definitely yeah. watch It's a Wonderful Life. Also, I'm sorry to our editors for this episode. Um, yeah, this is going to be a horrible, horrible experience, but at least it's not two hours long. Yeah, um, uh, let's not make it that way. So and then <laughs> and then my ironic my ironic answer, which may be the one I'm most proud of, is Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Uh, <laughs> Frank, honestly, I'm more into uh, the Mexican Santa Claus that they did. <laughs> Droppo, you're that the one. laziest man on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love I love pitch. I am positively evil. You're going to burn, burn, <laughs> burn those calories off. <laughs> uh, Have you seen the full version of that movie? I'm not actually. Wait, was that not the full version on the? Uh... No, there are scenes that they did not make it onto the final episode. Um, so they actually did it for Rift Tracks Live one year. Um, oh. There is a whole scene where Santa meets with Hepatus from Greek mythology as he creates all his stuff from the for the workshop and his sleigh. Man, they got wacky with that Santa lore. My first experience with Santa Claus Conquers the Martians was in fact not the MST3K version at all. Oh, Wait, did I you saw, see that I saw thing? it. I saw it on I saw it on public access TV, specifically <laughs> BYU TV. <laughs> when oh, that's I was great. a kid. I love it. <laughs> oh my god i i saw it was, it a was copy like, of I, I when i was at target one time uh when i was a kid i saw a uh dvd like one of those one dollar dvds of santa claus conquers the martian <laughs> and i was so close to getting it so close because i was like i love that episode of mst3k 
Yep. That that movie is very amusing. It is very <laughs> so, good. I love so you, Taylor. Oh, Those are my picks. Good picks all. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, it's uh so yeah. Uh, this has been Toontown Public Works. Uh, thank you for uh, ra- sticking with a rather unorthodox episode. Um, again, um, since we didn't really have a prompt this time, just uh, respond to that old prompt and we'll get to it next time. Uh, the prompt being, uh, uh, what is a cartoon that you really like that nobody seems to really remember anymore? Um, and... Uh, let's see. I think I think above everything, like uh, this episode, we gotta thank Alex for Alex and Keith Rookie. Yeah, we've been yep, having absolutely. audio issues the entire recording session, specifically <laughs> and, me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. and it's 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 just, ugh. but you know that's not our fault. But we're still genuinely sorry to our lovely editors. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, Keith. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Alex, for Alex. Think a key for a key. Um, now, uh, our email is uh, toontownpublicworks at gmail.com. You could send us an email about prompts, past prompts. Uh, and also, uh, you can also let us know uh, just, just I don't know, anything you would like to hear us. Like, rap- oh, wow. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is you could tell us stuff that you like about us or don't like, and you just want to say something. If you have something to say about something we said, Go ahead and say it. We like hearing from you. Um, also, uh, hey, Alex, can you take this clip and go back in time and then bring it back here as well? I know I'm doing so much for you today, but I just need you to do this for me. Thank you. Is it the Patreon? Uh, we have a Patreon. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, have a pa- <laughs> we have a Patreon. Um, it's t- patreon.com slash TTPW. That stands for Toontown Public Works. Uh, basically, we have a bunch of bonus content there now like uh we're we got well we got three bonus podcasts for now but we're still recording them all the time uh we're actually working on editing the most recent one um which i think we can spoil now because it's probably gonna be up by the time it kind of like this episode is up uh we watched uh an american tale uh uh, the Treasure of Manhattan Island, and oh my god, that was simultaneously the most progressive and racist movie I've ever seen in my life. Check out uh, that big ass mouse, though. He thick. Did you thick. end up that watching it, Cirque? No, not yet. I okay. still need to. <laughs> um, but yeah, like basically, we get a bunch of we get uh, everyone on the podcast, if available, uh, to watch a bad cartoon movie and try to say something nice about it. Um, also. Uh, we do a newsletter where we talk about cartoons that we're like, uh, where we talk about like, uh, things that are not cartoons that we really like. The Wicker uh, Man's also... not a cartoon. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not a cartoon. Uh, we talk about things that aren't cartoons that we like, uh, cause we are diverse. Yep. And, uh, and then we also have, have like a poll so you can choose which terrible movie we watch uh for the podcast and then have to say something nice about so that's nice by the way uh, so yeah just thank you to uh everyone that has gotten on already on the uh, patreon train we really appreciate your help oh yes thank you uh thank you for our, who are those who are already donating and it really does mean a lot to us so uh yeah just go to uh, if you want to subscribe listen to that bonus content or just you can even just shoot us a dollar that's totally great like any bit helps us like because we want we really want to 
compensate our lovely editors. Uh, and yeah, that's basically the only reason why we even do this right now is because we make them do so much stuff for us. Um, so yes. Uh, also, let's see. If you can't contribute to that uh, Patreon, that is totally okay. Yeah. Um, you could always just tell a friend or you could always... Uh, you can always uh, drop us a review on, let's say, iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else where you catch us, like your podcatcher catches us. Um, that really does help us out a lot. It makes us pop up in algorithms. It's, it's good stuff. Very good stuff. Uh, Is there and... anything else, I guess? Well, did we mention the show notes? Yes, KC, let's talk about the show notes, shall we? If you want to watch the cartoon or either of the two shorts that we saw today, uh, you can go to ToontownPublicWorks.com and you can read the show notes there. Uh, they will include links to YouTube videos as long as we're able to find them, which so far we haven't uh, not been able to more than like once or twice, and we found ways around that. So uh, check out ToontownPublicWorks.com for that. Okay. Um, so I believe that's everything. Um, I guess all the stuff to say is, um, I'm HT the raccoon. I'm Casey the dog. I'm Sir the cat. Merry early Christmas in July, everyone. And I'm Santa. And to everyone, all the little boys and girls and MBs that listen to this show, Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! You're valid! You're valid! Ho, 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 ho! That's my Christmas gift this year. What? Could you tell us about the monkeys again, Santa? Oh, they are all dead. No. The, those, those stock footages from, like, 60 or 70 years ago. Oh, no, they probably really are. <laughs> Well, this is a morbid-ass way to handle episodes. <laughs> that They're- was my... That was meant for the naughty children. Anyone else who wasn't naughty could not hear that. All they got to hear was puppies and kittens. Ho, ho, ho. And these tunes and other stuff have been archived. Ho, 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 ho. Good night. Good <laughs> night.